Welcome to another episode of Interview and Chill. This week we have with us our lovely co-host, Drew Grayson, and our wonderful guest, my girlfriend, Kirsten. Would you like to give yourself a little bit of an introduction to be able to stop laughing for two seconds? Okay, I'm Kirsten. <laughs> I'm um, Grady's girlfriend. I'm also their pity guest this week. Um, what does that mean? Apparently, the bottom of the barrel pity guest because someone else was a pity guest above me, <laughs> which you know I'm kind of offended about. It's not that you we don't want you on. It's that like worst case scenario, we know you'd be able to do it. So it's like you need a backup plan. Blanket. I understand, but then hearing you're like. The not the top brand, top brand name security blanket, but the one well, the no, TSA agent throws you. <laughs> we don't want to use you so. because you are the best, like worst case. You're Walmart at three a.m., but man, you came in clutch. <laughs> I was gonna use like I was gonna use like an airplane analogy, saying like just because you get a warning light doesn't mean you jump out with a parachute. All right. You want to keep the parachute as long as you can. <laughs> Why don't we do a bit of an introduction on who you really are? <laughs> I'm, I'm Kirsten. I'm Grady's girlfriend. Um, but that like isn't that doesn't matter. Um, so I'm a senior. <laughs> <laughs> I'm studying speech and hearing science. I'm a minor in sustainability. Um, yeah, I so said I was a senior. God, I can't do this. Anyway, uh, they're going to grad school. Right? <laughs> yeah, so I'm currently in the process of applying to graduate programs in speech language pathology. Um, so don't ask me how that's going. Um, don't ask. There me goes that question. It's going wonderfully. Well, what do you mean? <laughs> but don't ask me how that's going. Don't ask me to write great personality traits about myself. I'm sick of it. Um, <laughs> And then I also, more importantly than me being Grady's girlfriend, I was Drew's dance partner our sophomore year. Oh, Larry Caves. What a man. The absolute legend. For reference, (laughs) he is the uh, dance teacher at ASU for Latin Ballroom and Swing, which I have to say, (laughs) a great course. Like, even if you are a little bit of an awkward person or you're not a good dancer, it is just so fun. Of course, COVID hit. Yeah. You don't want to be near people, so you can't do it right now. But it was so freaking fun. I okay. is an absolute blast. He's great. I just thought it was interesting that you guys got to hang out so much after that. Like, you two and Zachiel, I feel like. There was quite a little bond going on, and Valeria got thrown into that a little bit. But then it all came burning to the ground. We'll, we'll go past that subject. That's a story for a different day. You guys imply that there's a lot more than there was. <laughs> there wasn't. It's really not that like scandalous. It's just like friends. Yeah, we just friends. got along well and we were dance partners. And Drew liked a girl. Friends. That was the end of it. That was pretty much the end of the story. And they helped her get a boyfriend. That was. That's a feels bad man moment. That's a. No, that's wasn't. a feels bad man moment. <laughs> anyway. It was not. <laughs> So you want to go into speech pathology, I guess, what got you interested in actually wanting to do that? Cause, so you came in as pre-med. And yes, then I can explain it perfectly well, because I had, I've had to do this little spiel to people many times. Um, so <laughs> like every innocent little freshman, I came in pre-med, um, I was a biology major, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Um, fa- flash, flash, flash forward to like second semester, Gen Chem 2, uh, Drew represent cabbie rack yeah um but anyways 
on a man. Um, I realized, hey, I absolutely hate chemistry. And my biology classes are like kind of the worst. So maybe I shouldn't like consider a career where I have to do like 10 to 12 more years of this. Um, but I really enjoyed like the healthcare field in general, because as cliche as it sounds, I really enjoy like helping people and watching people progress with your help. Um, so it just kind of, I shifted my perspective from being a pediatrician to being a speech language pathologist. My friend's mom is actually one and she works in a hospital setting where she gets to like um, treat stroke victims or just people that have like issues with feeding or swallowing. And I thought that was super fascinating. And it's a really wide field. Like my professors would say, if you're bored in this profession, you're not doing it right because you can work with adults, you can work with kids, you can work with the, in a hospital, you can work with schools, you can work in like a stroke center. Um, so just like a lot of options and I'm very impulsive and I kind of like to change stuff randomly. So it's good to have like a career where I'm not like totally stuck in the same forever. Cause I feel like when you think of speech language pathology, you just think of the little kid that can't say his R's. Wow. Yeah, but it's <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> most kids can't really say they're ours, um, but it's so much more than that. So like, it's just, I don't know, it's super interesting. I would I love for you to be like a professional at like 50 and just like every time you see something like, so what, which field are you working in now? I swear it's been different every single year. <laughs> Honestly, that's the goal <laughs> because I just think it's so fascinating. Like articulation issues are great, like the R's changing helping kids like articulate correctly and then also stroke victims like they lose their memory and they lose their ability to talk like they need to basically be retaught how to talk um so that's fascinating and then there's also like teaching people how to swallow ha 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 joke 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 um you can give them like <laughs> have them swallow barium and watch them do an x-ray of them swallowing oh, yeah, I was gonna say, wait why are you having them swallow that that's so bad for oh duh Rhea Tracen. It, it doesn't take lots of bad. options yeah. Is it pure? How, what is it? This is just my chemistry nerd coming out. Is it like pure barium they're trying, or is it? What's the I'm form? sure it's mixed into something because it's usually like it looks like a pudding. They have different versions of it. They okay. have like a completely liquid, like apple juice version of it, and then there's like a little um, pudding. And you usually like you start them out with like a super thin liquid, and then you progress to like a cracker with the barium on it. So okay, so, yeah. Once I did yeah. a radioisotope tracing thing. And they had me eat a radioactive egg. What the heck? Yeah. Yep. You That's some weird stuff. Dude, that shit could have been a dinosaur if they let it grow. What the <laughs> hell? Alrighty, so I, we've covered a little bit of ground as far as what you're doing career-wise. You're you are your own person. You're not playing just the role of 100% relationship details. Um, there's been quite a lot. So it was, we all met in the freshman dorms of Barrett at Arizona State. Um, that place is quite yeah, interesting. We met because I can't remember which party it was knocked on the other people's dorm room and were like, Hey, you want some bread? Yep. That was me. So. And if that, is it like the epitome of, or epitome? I, I'm bad. The first at week word. of freshman year of college. Okay. It's epitome. If like, that isn't the epitome of first week of college and trying to meet new people, just like, hey, y'all want some water? Because that's all we can afford right now. It's room temperature. It ain't cold. It was, excuse you, we're at least bread. You know, that's at least $1.75, you know? Especially with the bread you buy. That's like the expensive bread. That is true. 
but our we had a sign on our door that said like knock for free bread and then it was grady austin and keith i think who yeah, we just had there. keith on a couple weeks ago yeah so that's how we met and then we became like floor friends and then although i will say that was the most awkward when i met you guys later on that was the most awkward first meeting of someone that i've ever had <laughs> that i continue so to talk to i never so had a awkward. meeting like that and then continue to talk to them in my entire life other than you guys that was a lot of forced interaction by me it was it was just like this was before you were dating right grady yes yeah okay so a lot of stuff went down with me and grady's relationship before we actually started dating we won't divulge into any of that um but just an I awkward feel like time I- can i sum it up real fast <laughs> for them Sure. Yeah, you can sum it up really fast. I can do it in like two sentences. It's nice seeing like an outside perspective. <laughs> the entirety of it was, is our girl was like, hey, I like this dude. I think he likes me too. And then Grady's like, no, nah, I don't like her. And literally everyone around him is like, dude, you fucking like her. <laughs> and that went on for a little while and then poof, they're together. Magic. That's now if we come down to anyways. the... What? <laughs> In the weird phase, though, where we didn't know what me and Grady were yet, slash I thought Grady didn't actually like me, I think that's when I met you, Drew. And I was kind of, like, annoyed with Grady. So I feel like when I saw you, I was just kind of more annoyed. I was like, get this man. (laughs) You know? But, you know, now you're a great friend. Sometime around October. Had some fun times. (laughs) (laughs) Sometime around October. There, There are too many inside jokes. Anyway, um... Big question. What is it like being in a relationship with me? Because I feel like most people do not get that point of view. I, You know, you can go full slam mode on this. You can be real nice about it. A combo of the two, you know, where wherever you end up on the map. Or it's just like, it's okay. I mean, the issue is, I've not had a relationship before this. So I have nothing to compare this to. Um, so, <laughs> I guess being in a relationship with Grady is pretty fun. He talks a lot, um, which is good because I'm not a huge talker. And he also is not afraid to, like, me? I mean, like, in relationship, I I guess I'm better now. Before, I was, like, very much not a huge talker. Like, Grady had to pry it out of me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's fine. He's like, you're lying to me. I'm like, I am, but I just (laughs) don't want to talk. People don't take it well when you tell them that, even if you're right. That's the terrible thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, lose, lose. No matter what you say, you ignore it, you lose. You say it, you lose. Oh. But I guess, I don't know, hanging out with Grady's fun. We have some fun memories. I don't, it's such a weird question to ask. Yeah, um, I guess that's fair. Because it's like, what am I supposed to do? Like, say you're the best ever or be like. I mean, that oh, wouldn't so be completely, shit. that wouldn't be completely out of the question. But going back to kind of like. As you were saying, memories with things. What do you th- has been your favorite memory between the two of us? I. I mean, that sh- I really hope it's a memory with Grady? you. What? <laughs> what has been your favorite memory, Grady? Flipping that the tables around. That, that was funny. Drew. Turn tables. Oh yeah, that that's very true. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I enjoyed um, Boston quite a lot. That was interesting. I was working in Boston I like and Seattle more. Seattle's more fun. So apparently we're we can, really fond of traveling together, but 
working in Boston, then Kirsten came to visit, and I was miserable while she wasn't there. Then she was there. It was a little weird, and then we had a really good time. That's what happens when you put all of your self-worth into a person. Anyway, Just getting shouted out like that. Also, it's probably the only job I've ever heard of someone having that they work for a couple of months and lose money. Yeah, that was a bad time. Plane tickets do God, cost it's money. Another, it's another one of those pyramid hey, scheme companies. Knowledge. <laughs> it's a pyramid scheme company. That's essentially what. I mean, there is a lot of sketchy stuff to. out there. And ASU's like finance hey, you guys and sales are so sketchy. The people who walk through the sociology and communications classes with these little slips of paper, like, "Hey, come sell textbooks for us." Sketchiest thing in the world. Oh, don't listen to those guys. They're like, it's an internship. Just because you call it that doesn't mean it is one. No, an internship means a job without benefits. Well, I it's guess they're right. a contracted then. worker. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why'd you like Seattle more? <laughs> I feel like we were in a better place with our relationship then. That's very true. Well, kind of. Um, more experience. I don't know. Yeah, more experience. <laughs> I was, like, more sure of us. Then I feel like Boston was kind of weird because we've been dating for like seven months. Um, but Seattle is like a year and a half, so there was more there. But it, I don't know. I enjoyed Seattle a lot more than I enjoyed Boston. But I don't know. I do feel like the East Coast is not my vibe. So I could see I it. I think that. Yeah. Ooh, that okay. That's a thought for me. Um, so okay, Seattle, Boston. You say you like Seattle more. How does Seattle compare to when you were studying abroad? Like, how is that? How does that compare to like Germany? <laughs> Without really the like, big uh, fear p- put into it. I mean, okay, that's like apples and oranges because you're comparing like a relatively newly constructed city with like Germany that's had like hundreds and hundreds of years of like history. Um, you know. Don't like, people say apples and oranges like they're very similar things? No. No, because oh. they're two very different things. Oh. Um, I mean, <laughs> damn, I failed this <laughs> test. <laughs> it's, a, it's like I have a broccoli and a Brussels sprout. It's like to be fair, they're both vegetables. They're very similar. They're green and gross. What is the difference? You're comparing like a car, a, a broccoli, and a Brussels sprout. Yeah, they're pretty close. But if you're comparing like a Brussels sprout, a broccoli, and a cauliflower, they're pretty. pretty cauliflower and broccoli are the same thing, just with food yes. coloring. But it, they taste so different. I don't know. All right. Back okay, to the topic at hand. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyways. Um, so I guess I went to Munich, Germany in spring break of this year before, you know, COVID. Hit. I was actually there when COVID became like a big thing. Um, but I visited Germany. It was, Germany was part of like a spring break study abroad program because I was like, I want to study abroad. I want to make that part of my personality. Let's go. Haha, <laughs> how fun. How quirky. Um, but it just like the culture and history there um, is unmatched like to Seattle's level of history. So it's just like a whole different experience. Like I really enjoyed Seattle from like a domestic point of view, but of course like international travel, how could you go wrong when the towns literally look like a fairy tale? I was walking through a town. And I felt like I was in a fairy tale book. I went to visit a castle, a castle. You could go wrong with coronavirus. <laughs> Right, we'll, we'll focus on that later. But in the <laughs> castle, I was like, oh my god, I'm in like a straight Disney movie. I'm in a fairy tale. I was you talking did to have my, a lot um, of pictures from castles. I do. God, they're so pretty. But I was talking to my studio, not studio, 
my tour guide I don't know why I said studio <laughs> and we were walking through one of the towns and I was like I feel like I'm walking through like a Hallmark movie right now like it was so perfect um and my tour guide was German obviously and he was like what the heck is Duh. a Hallmark movie <laughs> so I had to explain to him what Hallmark movies are I'm like just think of the most cliche thing ever but set in like a very picturesque town and then the girl the on the head yeah at who um, plays guitar final Oh yes. He plays guitar. He's, he's, girl's like a businesswoman. He's a cool you know? singer, dude. It's a girl and she's like just so quirky. Like, oh my god, I can't. I'm stuck in this town with my family. How crazy! And then she meets a guitar boy. Or she wears and glasses, and then he takes them off of her, <laughs> and suddenly she's gorgeous when she wasn't with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah, always a always a good time. <laughs> but I guess like, I I was also my Germany trip was cut short because. I did go in March of 2020, um, implications there, coronavirus started. Um, our <laughs> lovely president, Donald Trump, enacted a European travel ban when I was in the middle of my study abroad trip. I woke up- Smack dab in the middle of the week. <laughs> yeah, I woke up to my roommate like at 4 a.m. Germany time, because it was, it was now still like 8 p.m. Eastern time here. So it was like 4 a.m. Germany time. Yeah. She's like, we need to go. We need to go. She's like, they closed the flights to the U.S. in like seven hours. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to, my uncle, he works pretty high up in Delta. And he had contacted my dad and was like, I don't know if there are going to be flights out there. She needs to try to get home today. So I basically had to go wake up. Well, it was 4 a.m. So I got breakfast and then I hopped on the like train there, which their train system? Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I want to be in a place where public transportation is so good, just because like ugh, it's so much better for the environment and so easy and you don't have to drive anyway. We have the light rail. Like, yeah, but that's like not accessible everywhere. Or in, like, like useful directions. On... It, yeah, it's... I was supposed to go yeah. to Austria for a day when I was there, and I would have just had to hop on a train and take an hour train ride to go into a completely different country. Like, ugh, the, insane. You know that meme where it's like, oh my God, the <laughs> America high rate rail system, high speed rail system? Have you no, seen that meme? I, no. I have not seen that okay. meme. Okay, well, I'm gonna look it up and hopefully talk while I'm- I feel like this is not gonna <laughs> Honestly, go very well, Kirsten. If it was me, I would, and I got stuck in Germany, like, I don't, I think they would have found a way for you guys to come back either way, because there's what no way this? they would leave you stranded in a foreign country, because your visa would expire, and then they would force it you happens, to though. anyways. It happens, though. People right. get well, stuck. They, they ended up being fine. They ended up having flights, but when I went, I went on that train, and I went to the Munich airport, and I went to the Delta counter. I was like, hi, I just wanted to confirm my Sunday flight is still operating and she was like we cannot confirm um flights past friday are happening and i was just sitting there like see though uh, low-key <laughs> imagine if you did end up getting stuck there that would have been really bad but also yes. kind of a great experience except for you'd be stuck in quarantine most likely right. stuck inside like don't get to go anywhere shut down that so, is true that would have been um, bad can go out out Go out in the countryside with your bicycle so, and just. I would so much rather be stuck miles. somewhere pretty than somewhere here. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, it's not pretty here. We have a okay. We live in a state where, in the summer, it reaches over 120 degrees semi regularly. Every year, um, it does. At least once, 
at least once every summer it gets over 120. Our history is less than a century old. Um, well, like, I really want to say, like, the yeah. 60s. Because our state became a state in the 40s. No, it's, so, completely it's wrong. No, it's at, uh, it's at like, I think it was like 1816 or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Really late. We're the youngest state. Yeah, so we have no cultural no history there. There's no pretty mountains. If you want to see anything, you have to drive hours, which would be enough right. to cross like multiple countries in, in Europe. Tiny yeah, little things. It was, just, it was just a completely different experience because, I don't know, I was in a country where I did not speak the language. Um, and Germany is very much, I've always heard like, oh, Europe is like pretty English speaking. Um, but Germany really was not. Um, a lot they were mostly just speaking german which of course it makes sense you're in germany they're gonna oh, speak yeah. their own language like i'm not expecting them to but it's just how i was like described the european like, country they probably meant it in uh, the sense that if you talk to someone in english there'd be surprising amount of people speaking english back yeah but terrifying thing actually ha happened actually so i just landed in munich and i went on the like i forget if the proper terminology for their train is but i went on it's like a 40 minute ride from the airport to our um, hostel and in the middle of the ride, the train just stopped. And there was an announcement in German. And that was it. Mm. I was just sitting there like, huh, hopefully no one's trying to kill us. Um, but that obviously it's fine. But we started out like 10 well, minutes later. your first still, reaction. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a woman in a country I've never <laughs> been to, you know? Scary times. Taken, there's many movies on this, Drew. Like, don't you know? It's that one guy That's playing the, the same role over and over and over again. Right. I feel like, did I answer your question? I feel like we went many different Um. Things. Yeah, we got, there are so many tangents. It is so hard to get, like, things in the right direction. <laughs> anyway, um, so scary coming back during a pandemic and studying abroad is amazing. Is that yeah. pretty much wrapping it up? Yeah, Grady. <laughs> It is. trying to look up to see what that one they have this one device that of course they've been saying oh we have it for years now but there's supposed to this be this one meme. thing that, I, uh, I do see your meme that just looks like trails on a country i don't understand I it's just freeways it's just freeways it's just supposed to be it's a high, <laughs> united states high-speed rail system um good like, meme that the viewers can enjoy <laughs> but now like there's this one device they always talk about like Oh, yeah, we'll have a live translator. You just put in your ear, and then you can speak to people in other languages. That would have been so cool. Oh, but it's always, it's like Google Glass, where it exists. Oh. But is it Google, good? Do you like it? Google Translate want it? does that. No. Google Translate, if you hold your phone up to someone and have them speak into it, it'll translate it for you, which is pretty yeah. nice. Well, they were supposed to have one thing that was supposed to like, do it live, so you, they, they could talk oh. and it would translate to you as they go. That's interesting. Okay, we're going to scurry on past this subject. Grady doesn't like talking about Germany, okay. Grady's like... No, I'm just like, you try and proportion anyway. out your time, and you're like, we only got 30 minutes, we got to fit in the good stuff. And what's not good about Germany? It's so, not talking about... Many things. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much to you, Kirsten. I don't know what else I could... Ooh, I don't want to miss things. Kessum. You guys got to do that together, but how did you yeah. get into uh, about that? Not the same week. Not the same week, but we yeah. were in the same organization. You guys want to give um, an explanation as to what it is? 
I don't think I would give it justice. I'm just gonna leave it as a beautiful hell and then let Kirsten say the rest. <laughs> so Camp Kessum is an organization that provides kids whose parents have cancer a free summer camp. So it's run by college students. ASU has a chapter. Um, our freshman year CA, Sarah, she was in it. She introduced me to it and that's where I got started. And then a few of my, one of my good friends, Caitlin, who I went to like junior high and high school with, she joined it too. Um, so basically you spend the year like preparing for camp um, organizing all the events and stuff, fundraising so no kid has to pay for it. And then you get to camp and it's a week long. Um, Drew described it well, a beautiful health. Because when you are in charge of like seven year olds, it's a long time, especially when you're not a parent. Especially um, when you are in a understaffed group and there's two of you oh, yeah. watching over 11, seven to nine year olds who, dis- who do not yeah. like listening to authority. And the neurovirus like, shows up. <laughs> It was, and there's just no sleep. It's a week, and it's hot, and you get water poisoning, and it's great. You guys do good work for those kids, though. It it's nice that not everything has to be fully about just coming up with new research and things like that, but a lot of it is just helping the human condition feel better, especially for something we can all agree on, which is children. Yeah. Yeah, and it gives them a week to feel like lack of a better term, normal again. Um, they're just going to be kids because a lot of their days are like spent with their parents, like take with them, taking with them to chemo or seeing their parents sick. So it's just like a good, not distraction, but like kind of a, a time to forget your problems or at least a time to forget your problems where they feel like it's okay to have them. Yeah. And they feel like connected to each other um, through that shared bond, even though the shared bond sucks um, and they f- don't feel like ostracized. So yeah. It's a great organization. Um, Giving Tuesday just happened. So they've been doing like big fundraising pushes. Um, so if you're interested, go to Camp Kessel and you can donate. I highly recommend a great organization. So first time I awesome. won't call someone's plug shameless. An actual plug <laughs> that is actually meaningful. Right. Versus I'm not me. plug myself. <laughs> oh no, Kirsten's staying off the grid. <laughs> I'm staying off the grid. <laughs> One question I feel like I've been liking to ask people is like the three biggest things they've kind of learned throughout college and high school and all that. But given that we have a little bit of a special edition this episode with you being in a long-term relationship with me, what have been the (laughs) what are the three biggest things you've learned from being in a relationship itself? Okay, I mean Drew has also been in a long-term relationship with me, just in a different aspect. What what in the world? Your time frame is a lot longer than hers. What do you mean? Right. <laughs> no, so... I, was, I was making just the length of each individual relationship. Oh. But anyways, <laughs> I guess <laughs> when you say like three things I learned about like the relationship itself or myself or yourself, what would you like me to focus on? More of what like you takeaways you would tell someone else. Yeah. If uh, someone else was going to get into a relationship, what type of things would you? Tell them are most important for yourself and for the relationship itself, I guess. So you and your partner won't always grow at the same rate. And that's not necessarily like a bad thing. Um, (laughs) 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 No, we've been in phases where I've been faster and Grady's been faster. Like, it just depends. Like, you're kind of, because you still are your individual person. And you, you just kind of grows up. Well, I thought it was good advice. Stop me. No, no you are. It's very good advice. advice. It's just funny seeing Drew be like, 
<sighs> Alright, I can't laugh too hard. <laughs> Drew's seen too many of these interpersonal details to not just start li listing off, like, each individual item that has happened. Dude, I know so much tea, it's like the Boston Tea Party over here. Oh my. Well, anyway, okay, onward. Wonderful, beautiful insight you guys are getting for free, may I add. Um, so you won't always grow at the same pace, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think it's important to, like, take a step back and think about, like, what you want in the relationship. Is this going to get you what you want in the relationship? Um, and if you grow apart, that sucks. Um, but it happens. Life happens. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing to break up with someone. Like, life <laughs> happens is a great thing to, like just as a relationship advice, just life happens. Right. It's not always going to be super like rosy. Um, I know like Seattle, before Seattle, me and Grady were like growing at extremely different rates. But then that <laughs> Seattle trip was like so nice. So there is like a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so glad you guys yeah. did that instead of getting a pet. Get it. See, getting a pet is what you do when you actually live together. Getting we'll a pet is what you that. do when you're in a relationship and you're trying to fix it, but you don't want to have a kid. Right. <laughs> yeah, people be doing yeah. that. Anyway, yeah, they do. Okay, back on topic. <laughs> Part two. Okay, no, question. Topic two? I don't know. Lesson um, two. You, it's important to have relationships outside of that person. Um, you will spend, like, majority of your time with the person, but I think it's very important to have a life outside of them. Um, because if you break up, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> nothing. Um, and relationships, like friendships, family, um, they're super important. And you just need to make sure, like, you're watering those, like, plants as well. I need the plant metaphor. Big plant, and mom. And plus, like, life. I am a plant mom. I have five plants. Um, anyways, well, one of them's dying, so probably four soon. Um, <laughs> it's really sad. But I think, like, it's very important to be your own person outside, inside and outside of the relationship. Otherwise, like, I don't know. I made, I made a dig at Grady earlier where I said, like, oh, that's what happens when you place, like, all your self-worth into, like, a person. And it's because <laughs> sometimes Grady does, like, put more on me to validate his self-worth. But he's done a lot better at that not letting that happen. But there have been issues in the past. Oh, God, I didn't want this to get as dark as it did. <laughs> that tends to be happen when people start start talking about real lessons. There's usually a reason that they learn the lesson. That's always an interesting oh, yeah. part to learn about people. It's like what led to them learning what they did. Right. Maybe that's just me who enjoys that. Well, I, well, I mean, it's I hard to understand the lesson otherwise. I think just because Brady, like, he values having, like, a personal relationship more than, like, I do. Because I feel like I function fine without one and i think grady just puts like a we're not gonna go any further with this no i, feel like I, I think it's very true that i do not function very well outside of relationships first talking I, a lot of yes someone to turn to and i think the issue is like having a there's not an issue like having a girlfriend's a good person to vent to and like someone you can go to all the time versus like i feel like if me were dating grady you could go to drew but i don't think drew would give you like the same like not benefit what? i'm not meaning benefit and like <laughs> i've listened to grady talking in his sleep probably okay not as much right. as you but a lot but i feel like i live with grady give him, you a room yeah, together you give, 
Me and Grady slept together in different beds, but we slept together. We did sleep together. But I feel like you wouldn't give Grady like the benefit of the doubt or let him keep talking. Because the thing with you, Drew, is you constantly like have to be right in situations. And I feel like in situations where Grady's just, yeah. Also, because when I was giving Grady advice regularly, I wasn't the best at it. Because I was used to giving people advice on people who wanted answers, not people who wanted to vent. So that's a, right. that's a weird thing to get used to. Yeah. So it's just like different. It's a different form of relationship. So I think a girlfriend, I guess, just provides him more of what he needs when he Also, wants it's more to of a vent. constant. Yeah. Like he can't, he'll, you have like a really weird sleep schedule. You are more busy than he is, arguably. So like when Dr- Grady can't get an immediate response from you all the time, Drew, versus me, I'm pretty immediate. <laughs> a friend can only occupy so much of your life. A right. girlfriend can occupy significantly more of that life. Yeah. I mean, and also, plus, th- that being said, there are some best friends that can occupy equal amounts of that life, but I don't think right. that's really Grady's personality. No, not really. No. I feel like I tend to... Being able to monopolize someone's attention at any moment, really quite yes. the thing. Like, Grady oh, I am this person's or... most important person, or vice versa. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's just... Well, Grady is his own person outside of this relationship, too. Um, I think I've seen people in relationships where their personalities are very much the relationship, and it's almost like they're compensating for something. Um, So, and then you just sit there and you're like, what are they going to do when they break up? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah, it could be problematic. I don't know. So, what is uh, lesson three, Kirsten? Ooh, I didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't think that. Well, what do you think has been the biggest thing for you personally to take away? Like, not just like relationship advice, but like, if you're a person in a relationship trying to be the best of yourself, I mean, you can. You're allowed to set boundaries in relationships. That yeah, that's big. That's important. I feel like people often don't. Um, don't what? I'm thinking of don't set boundaries. Don't set boundaries oh, in their relationship. Yeah. And I feel like I'm thinking of one specific couple in my head. They don't really set boundaries, and I don't think it does them any favors. And plus, you are never – just because you're in a relationship does not mean either of you are entitled to anything. Um, like, that title does not give you more than – Power. Like, some than power. More power. Um, it, you have to – I guess it's like a consent thing, but also just boundaries in general. Like, boundaries are very important. Like, you can be like, oh – I know you like hanging out with me a lot, but can we set boundaries on like when we hang out? Slash, um, I don't I need want time. to hang out with you. Please. <laughs> yeah, I need time to chill out. I am very much a person where I, much to Grady's dismay, I sit on the couch and I watch TikToks or YouTube videos for like two hours straight to just de stress. <laughs> um, but Grady just does not vibe with that. So some days I'm like, Grady, don't come over till this time. Because, like, <laughs> I need to watch my TikToks. <laughs> Oh, what are you doing today? (laughs) Nothing? Oh, sweet. I'll be over at six. No, you misheard me. I'm doing nothing. I'm full. Right. Right. (laughs) But I think that's super important. I guess you can do that in like regular friendships too. Like boundaries are super important there. Um, Actually, a fun thought is like so much of what you learn in friendships or relationships can be used vice versa. Yeah, there's a lot of overlap. I mean, they're just relationships in general. So. Right. I feel like any of these tips could have been applied to well, like, except for the one where you put all your self-worth into a relationship. I mean, but, yeah. early on, I feel like high school, a lot of that happens. Oh, yeah, because you're so young. I feel like if I were like, in a Even in friendships. I never wasn't. 
Right. I was never in a relationship in high school, but I feel like I've not been good at it. I don't think I was good at being a girlfriend until like probably uh, maybe a year in. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) At least five or six months. (laughs) Right. Something like that. Um, But yeah, I think maturity and then actually understanding how relationships work. Patience is a great virtue. Well, we are kind of running short on time. I feel like the lessons you touched on are actually really big. I feel like those are things that we've actually kind of ended up learning together. And forcefully so. (laughs) Where it's like, you've got to learn that the hard way or it doesn't stick. And then all of a sudden, oh man, it does stick when you learn it the hard way. That's a fourth lesson I will tack on at the end of this. Is a... Sometimes trying super hard to make something like happen doesn't make it happen. It's just got to let it happen. Right. It's not like studying for a it. test. Okay, do you, yeah. do you mean forcing a relationship or forcing like physical shit? Like, I, those... It's like a change. It's like being like, I'm going to work so hard that I'm funny. You can't. It's, it's, yeah. You can just be born with natural humor like I have. So Absolute comedy genius. <laughs> Or, you know, like, inborn narcissism. Like, we all got our thing. <laughs> That's me, chief! <laughs> I guess how I would like to end this podcast is, Drew, is there anything you would like to ask me? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> hmm, is there any tea to spill? Um, is there anything that needs called out that I have done? That's... Yes. Pretty... You're just a bad listener. Um... <laughs> you know, that's fair. It's ironic. I... Ooh. Actually, I have a twist on this. Hmm. What can you call out between me and Grady's relationship? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, I'm trying to figure it out. I thought she immediately knew. I can do both people. Okay, so (laughs) Grady puts too high expectations on Drew sometimes and then is immediately disappointed when Drew does not meet those set expectations he has. God damn. Then Drew... Then Drew... Sometimes it's just like kind of always, he always wants to be right, and I think that it bugs Grady a lot because Grady will just be saying it's like his own opinion, and Drew's like, "Well, that's wrong in my opinion because my opinion should be right." So I, I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess that's I what it Grady is. The way I treat my family, where it's like both of us might be right, but fuck you, you're wrong. <laughs> I. And it does bug Grady a lot. But I'm then aware. Grady also does the bad thing where he's like, "Drew, Drew needs to be better." I'm like why like he's just setting expectations way too high i feel like that happens um, with anybody i'm close to though yeah he for like, a bit would like set really high expectations for me um yes i have like, you know, i'm fantastic <laughs> so i would reach them eventually but there's a time where i was like mm, buddy, no. that can be done very badly take that with a grain of salt please oh i met yeah i don't know well, anyway, is there any... Okay, so we're plugging Camp Kesem and me not listening and me and Drew both have issues. Um, anything else we'd like to uh, give a shout-out to before we wrap things up here? I would give, like to give a shout-out to speech-language pathologists who are constantly undermined as speech therapists and also people don't appreciate them for the actual work they do. Full savage. Anyway, hope you all enjoyed. Um, if you, did. Camp, you cannot find me in the description. <laughs> Um, because I am going MIA. Because Kirsten's off the grid till she gets into I'm grad school. Grid. I'm off the grid. I didn't say anything controversial in here. 
But I'm just like, do I want grad schools to know about my relationship? No, I don't. Um, do they want, <laughs> want them to know about me and Drew and Larry Caves and our dancing experiences? No, well, yeah. I guess I can see it on my transcript. But All right, still. well, we will see you guys <laughs> yeah. next week. If you I'll enjoyed, you a pity guest again. smash that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Anyway, see y'all.